This is Everyday Photography Every Day, where you get to listen in on a chat between a photographer, that's me, and a regular human. That's me. With an eye on making your pictures amazing. No technical stuff, no talk of gear or software, just photography for the love of it. We're sponsored by Neomodern.com, bringing concierge photo printing and framing to everyone with a smartphone. I'm Suzanne Fritz Hansen, enthusiastic iPhone picture taker. And I'm Michael Rubin, photographer, founder of Neomodern, and grumpy old man, and we're in San Francisco tonight. Welcome. Hey, Suzanne. Hey, Rubin. <laughs> this is disorienting. Why? Because I'm not, I'm not facing you. This is, like, remote. I don't, like, I, I don't know if anyone can tell, maybe everyone could tell, <laughs> but, like, this is a big deal for us to not be in the studio together recording a show. I know. I, I feel like I'm, what, what do I do with my hands? <laughs> like nights, I'm just raising them up by my face right now. What, I, do, what do I do with my hands? I, I feel like I can wear anything, you know? It's like, I, I don't have to dress for company. Yeah. It's true. I like that you maybe thought that that weighed into your fashion choices. <laughs> <this moment. laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, all right, we can change the subject. Touche. Uh, so uh, I wanted to... Um, I've been thinking like we did our last show on um, professionals and stuff like that. So I've been thinking about what I think about amateurs. And I, I have this sort of memory um, when uh, you cool talking about this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, I just thought check it. It's hard when you're not sitting here. Usually you'll look at me like, well, okay. I, I was actually just thinking the same thing. I mean, simultaneously of like, yes, keep talking, but also it it is weird not see not like being in the same studio. I, I think that we might work out having more cameras going so we can look at each other and not just <laughs> do this. There's a lot to the nonverbals. I'm 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 gonna give it to you. Okay. How do people listen to this? I don't know. I don't know. Um. Anyway, let me give this a shot. Um. Like a long time ago, maybe twenty years ago, Danny, my brother, and I, um, were both in L.A. And we decided to do something brotherly and thought we would take um, Congo lesson, like to play the conga. Oh, I thought it was like somehow dancing. No, we weren't doing a like, dance. It was a drumming. It was a I drumming I mean, that is thing. brotherly love in a different interpretation, but... Yeah, oh, you and I, we and I dancing. Um, wow, that's a, that's a, just a different story. I'm sorry. I apparently am just really giggly. Um, <laughs> uh, we were taking this this drumming lesson. I, I got a tumba, a, a larger one, and he got a conga. And um, so anyway, we we're taking these classes. And something like dawned on me. Like, I never thought that I could play a drum. I just felt that it, it, it wasn't like a guitar or a piano or something. I, I thought if you put a drum in front of me and I would hit it, it, I wasn't very good at it, you know? So I never thought I had the skills to be a drummer. And I don't know why that struck me. Like, I shouldn't... I'm not a drummer. When I would never think that if I sat down at a piano and couldn't play it, that I would never be able to learn the piano. You, you know what I mean? It's like, I, for some reason, I was under the impression that you didn't have to learn how to play a drum. It's sort of self-evident. It's right there. You hit it. It makes a sound. You either can do it or you can't. <laughs> What's the point? The point is that I was stunned that I would have that sort of stupid misconception that somehow because I can hit it and make a sound that it that playing it would just be uh either something you have or something you don't and not that it's an instrument like every a lot of other instruments and you play it and you get better at it and you do harder things and it's like it takes skill to be good at like if you're not good at a drum necessarily when you sit down at it when you're a beginner 
you learn it. Like yeah. I would never not think you'd learn the violin. Why wouldn't I think you'd learn the drum? But for some reason, I had this weird feeling like it's just you just do it right. It's it's yeah. it's right there. And so I, I know as dumb as that sounds, that's what it is with cameras and taking pictures. Like okay. I think it's a device, and you yes, it's like a drum. You can point it and push the button and take a picture, and you have a picture. It's a you can hit a drum, but I don't think it dawns on people that you you're like. Gosh, it's something you kind of need to learn and practice and get better at, and that you can easily get better at it. But it's mm-hmm. not like you're just going to pick it up and do it, and it's going to be great, and everything's going to be hunky dory. You know, yeah. that's my metaphor. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it seems it seems simple. It seems like okay, well, I should just be able to do this and and do it. But you actually realize, okay, I can. It's not just like oh, the first per- picture I took was awful. I'm never doing this ever again. It's like you can you can improve. You but can you get don't. Better. But but just doing it again, like having a drum in front of you, just hitting it and sitting down every day and hitting it doesn't necessarily turn you into like a great drummer. You know, to Phil Collins or something. You need to there's a little stuff you got to go through and i guess it's not always obvious you think because everyone's got a camera and it's so easy to do that you're just going to do it and the pictures you take are going to be fine you know they'll you know maybe they'll get better as you take more pictures but i don't think necessarily they'll just get better by taking more pictures anymore that you'll get to get better take a lot longer time maybe it'll just take a lot longer time so i went through looking at like thousands of consumer pictures that you know that I see everywhere and on Flickr and on the internet and Instagram and it was sort of dawning on me that the, the only thing that really like to me primarily separated uh, good photographers from bad like it it wasn't about exposures really cameras can do exposures increasingly well um mm-hmm. it's primarily just composition the difference between beginners and people who are good is that the photographs are composed instead of it being whenever you're taking a picture a beginner is framing an uh, an object i'm taking a picture of that thing and i put it yeah. in the, the rectangle and that's a picture of that thing it's a flower it's a dog it's a whatever a person and it's like a catalog it's just a, an, a, a document of that person and the good pictures people compose the objects in the frames it's the only difference same object same lighting they just looking at the objects at the frame and they're putting them around in, in some sort of harmonious configuration and that's their picture and it's just a ton better that's this, mm-hmm. that's it nothing else no technology no no access to famous people no photoshop it's just that well do you think it's also i i agree with you i i also feel like there's there's something to like just I, f- I feel like we talked about this last time too, just the idea of intention and the idea of like thinking about it and your point of like the composition, just the act of thinking about it may seem totally foreign to some people taking a picture. Like, what do you mean? I'm just taking a picture of my family. Why would I think about anything else? But, They're and, all in the frame. And you don't have to. I mean, you'll they'll be in the frame. You'll have a document of everybody and the story's over. But... That's what an, that's not a, ph- a photographer. A photographer is arranging the objects in the frame. You know, that's pretty much it. If you want to know how to make your pictures better, you just need to look at composition. It's the only thing you need to do, and everything else will be okay after that, I would suggest. Just hit the drum. <laughs> <laughs> well, just take a lesson, you know. And, and I would say the lessons of composition are not 
a list of things that someone's going to do. I think the lessons of composition are just learned by looking at a handful of good pictures. I'm seriously, I'm not even saying look at a ton of pictures, spend your life examining old pictures. I think I'm going to be more specific than that. There's probably 50 pictures, <laughs> you know, some incredibly finite number of photographs that when you look at them and spend some time with them, you will glean all the rules of composition from these pictures, just ways to look at the arranging the objects in the frame and your pictures will be different. That's my hypothesis. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I totally agree with that. It goes with, it goes with history. It goes with life. Isn't there, I always play with a better, better tennis player to become a better tennis player. I mean, to improve your game, you want to play with someone better than you. Um, they tell you that, me. but I'm, uh, is it, <laughs> but usually you can't just watch a better tennis player. Well, I, I mean, think you can. I think that's part of it. I think playing think so? and watching and doing. Yeah. I think hmm. when you go to a museum, when you do anything, expose yourself to life with the intention of just looking and watching, I think it makes you better. It makes you more perceptive. It's like the first step. Yes. Doing it with a, te with, you know, playing tennis with a better tennis player, <laughs> obviously much more, uh, much more impactful. Yeah, uh, I, I think that um, starting with watching, I, I think that I, I would like to assemble this set of 50 photographs that I, th you know, it's more like um, Helen Keller and and Sullivan, her teacher, you mm -hmm. know, that famous sort of W.A.T.E.R. thing where she, the teacher is signing in her hand and she finally mm -hmm. recognizes that. Mm -hmm. I think that the rules of composition can't can't be described in words maybe but if you look at these pictures you will see the emergent principles of composition just by in exploring falling into these various images like i don't think you'll see oh look this is what they're doing i don't think you'll you'll know it because when you're taking your own pictures and composing your own pictures it's not so much that it, you're copying something that you saw or following some rule. It's just yeah. that feeling that you get when things align in a composition that feels pleasing to you. Um, and again, I think you just start recognizing that the more you see it. But from these first 50 pictures, I think you will start to feel it. You'll, you'll understand composition when you look, or look at it, what some of these photographers have done. I, I love this idea. I think this is, I mean, this would be great to put in your book. I mean, and, you know, it's just to promo the book and it's like amazing clickbait. Like these 50 photos will make you a better photographer. Click through. Wow, that's interesting. Like, I, I guess I need to spend a few minutes pulling that list together. I mean, I think I know what it is. And I think it's yeah. largely the pictures that we have up at Neo Modern. Like, that's why I chose them, right? I, I right. believe that they serve that purpose. They inspire and give you liberty to do certain things and teach you something when you stare at them, not about the, the content itself, but about the structure of them, you know? Hmm. I, I think this is a great idea. I'm excited. I honestly feel like break. We need to go and see. We need to do. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to get to photos. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm dying to know what they are too. I, you know, I, I think I can do this. Um, okay. well, but thank you for letting me sort of bounce this off of you. Um, yeah. I, it's been a breakthrough day on the book. Honestly, I mean, I've had a lot yeah. of sort of good. Sounds like it. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to. I really think I gotta write this thing. I think it's uh, like I think I gotta go do this now. Yeah, you do. Wow. Well, I mean, you're almost done. You're almost done. So it's 
you know, you're set. All right. Well, I'm going to I'm going to do the wrap up because <laughs> our show is recorded and produced in San Francisco. Go to neomodern.com slash podcast to get show notes, see photos and post comments, leave reviews and ratings on iTunes. And don't forget to subscribe. I can't even do this in your voice. We get new listeners from you telling your friends and spreading the word. If you know someone who might get something from us, send them a link. Thanks to Mitchell Foreman for our theme music. He's right now working on making us a longer version. And all of you for hanging out with us. We appreciate your attention and hope we've given you some things to think about. Until next time.